Welcome to a brand new episode of the Internet's Most Hated Mafia-Themed Geek Podcast. The Long Coat Mafia Podcast is I, the Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. this show's main host and frontman. As stated earlier this week, our GoFundMe is kind of dying a slow and painful death. Yeah, we'll try to keep it going on as long as we can. For those of you who are first-time listeners, we have a GoFundMe up to help offset costs for... Uh, new and, if not new, new-ish equipment uh, because we are, in regards to the YouTube and uh, podcasting scene, we are just a very tiny grain of sand in the universe of YouTubing and podcasting uh, and therefore support does help. If you are able to help us, I said if, if, we're not going to belittle you or yell at you if we if you can't uh but if you can link will be down in the description if you can again if you can if you can't help us that way by you by listening to the show right now you are helping us sharing this show help it helps us sharing our social media links uh links to our our outlets uh, our youtube channel our videos watching our videos helps us so by doing all that you're also helping us and we are very grateful that for that but if you don't want to donate to gofundme or something like that uh dude guess what or say dudes dudettes or whatever you wish to call yourself guess what uh w energy uh think kind of think g fuel in a way they're a g fuel competitor uh and w is spelled d-u-b-b-y and they're willing to uh, partner up with us and give let us have a code that you could use for 10% off. So if you want to try out a energy drink that is kind of sugar-free, you can do so. It is, you could go to wdubby.gg and use code LCMPODCAST. Uh, the link and the code will be in the description for this episode for you to use. So feel free to support us that way. You can buy something cheap and it still helps us out. So again, if you can't do that and you're strapped for funds, you're tight this month. Again, I get it. I understand completely. You're more than welcome to, again, listening to the show, uh, sharing our links and all that stuff helps us more than you know. So you can do that. I, I, all things that help uh, this show, I am grateful for. Please do that. But to continue with the meat and taters for it, as stated with the last anniversary episode, uh, this is the hostful that kind of pairs that episode up. It kind of explains what happened. I talked to my co-hosts. Uh, zombie bunny and big candy about what happened and go into the two events that we kind of the uh four state har uh four state slasher con that we covered a few weeks prior and plus the uh <laughs> the weird mall pop culture con that they were trying to do and kind of uh royally failed two times in a row in my opinion but either way 
Uh, it, we go into that plus a few other things. So check it out and come back with us. So you, I think you'll really have fun with this hostful that we did way back. I want to say seven and a half years ago because this one, this hostful aired maybe about mid-November. So let me, what can I say? But George, cue the music. We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. Greetings, Goombas. Uh, welcome to uh, yet another episode of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. Uh, I am your host, the Reverend Godfather. To my left, the person who drinks coffee from a straw and take just took two Tylenol to ease the pain of banging her head on the table, Zombie Bunny. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> and to my right, wearing a capitalist t-shirt, the man, the myth. The legend, Big Candy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sporting his own jersey today. Um, we have a lot to go over as much as I would like to get caught up with my two co-hosts because it's been a while. And to let you, got, you the listeners, in on a little secret, we do tend to record two episodes at a time. Um, one, The second episode is going to, at least this time around, is going to be our holiday episode because... I like to have my two co-hosts spend time with their family, and besides, everybody's schedules is um, gets chaotic this time of year. Uh, so our second episode will be a holiday episode, but it's going to be recorded today. And we do have announcements for you. Uh, something big is going to be coming for you guys, at least on our end. It's going to benefit you guys, our listeners. It is Google Play related. I'm not going to say too much right now and uh i cannot really speak for my two co-hosts because this is recorded on november 14th our hearts go out our prayers our good energy go out to the people in paris and japan and what what happened in lebanon i just terrorist terrorist attack in lebanon as well so our hearts go out there to those who lost their lives um that being said uh let's get we'll Hopefully, deliver some amusement for you today so you take your mind off of things. Um, that being said, we're going to go into our good, the bad, and the ugly review. And yes, there is each one going for each category. First, the good. Yay. The four state slasher con. As you, your listeners, have been following us for the past few weeks, we've been dropping an episode a week. Per that, uh, it was um, for their first year out. Let me stress that right now. For their first year out, the guys at the Four State SlasherCon did a pretty good job. Uh, we met a, we did a lot of connections there. We got a lot of great content. They did a bang up job. They had a lot of great guests for the show. Uh, can't thank Daniel Beer, Miss Rossi, Rebecca, uh, everybody, including. Uh, 
the crow yeah i gotta look at our list to see who we covered <laughs> it's been it's been a busy october folks for us um it literally it has it, it's we can't say a lot of great things if it um matt mike you guys made us step up our for you know with your show you made us step up our game uh, to the guests that we interviewed in the panel, you made us step up our game. If it wasn't for uh, you guys, we wouldn't have the you know the cred and our clout. So we can't thank you guys. We got loads of content. We we for show show wise, they were very standard, uh, meaning they had uh, this atypical. Uh, the people were. Since our show page, I should have had this done prior. The people we interviewed was uh, like to thank as Benjamin Semji of Nightmare Sonata, Samity of Nightmare Sonata. Uh, he was the lead vocalist. And he gave us a great interview. He even complimented us after the interview, saying that we were one of the toughest interviews he's had. So, um, and the other person we interviewed was uh, Rebecca McKendry. Who gave us our know, first interview? She was very polite and would like to thank her again. Uh, the other, per, um, our panel was a crow panel was. Why isn't it showing up? Oh yeah, it was the first episode that we we dropped. Yeah. Uh, Rochelle Davis uh, doing that. That we had such a short prep time for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, we're not not you know. I'm. It sounds like a bad thing, but in a way, it was a good thing. It with Matt dropping us that up with like less than three days notice, having to prepare for the panel with less than three days. It I and mean, us literally the, you running out of notes at minute fifteen, and <laughs> stretching it to an hour plus. Yay! It, Bravo, it's, sir! Bravo! <laughs> thank you, thank you. But uh, it's you know it. It's something like that that we have to – that getting it out of the way shows a testament to us. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're not knocking the four state in any way. Um, like I said, they had a lot of the standards. Um, even they, um they had more guests for their first show than probably most cons will have for their, like, third. Yeah. They, they kind of did it backwards. In a way that actually hurt them, but it turned out being a good con. Yeah, uh, the one that I'll say this as a downside mm -hmm. uh, because you, we have to give a downside. Uh, the major downside is the the place that they had it in small. was small. Um, that's primarily the you know yeah. the major flaw that I've seen there mm -hmm. is that the place was kind of cramped and small. Um, other than that, it was well done. It was well put together. Uh, we were happy to be a sponsor of them um, and being a part of their show in a way. And what more good uh, out of 10? Uh, it's going to seem like a low score, but it's not. I'm going to give them a solid 7 out of 10. I was going to say uh, so, a solid 6. Um, again, they had this... I, from what the, some a lot of the horror shows that I've went to, they were pretty standard. They had the vendors, cosplayers, the guests, and were and they mimicked the other two shows horror shows I went to. They had uh, vendors that sold weaponry and vendors that sold beer. <laughs> so um, isn't that at every con though? 
Oh, no, 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 no. no. It's, it's, it seems like a strictly a uh, horror show based thing, which is, which is oddly funny. And there uh, was drinking at yeah, this time. Yeah, drinking like, at this time. In, in, in the open, which was the one advantage of the, of the venue was that they have a liquor license. Yeah. So. <laughs> and we did see, uh, we attended one show is that, uh, clown, Magician, oh. that uh, <laughs> Zombini, the clown. Zombini the clown. Um, it was it, it was it's it was more entertaining than it was. We went to the reason why we went to see the show is because that's where our panel, the show's panel was going to be. We needed to scope it out, and we figured stay for the show. Yeah, yeah. and there was the um, one of the guests. He played the uh, for Creep Show two. Oh. There was the uh, they had him in, like the. Indian suit that always had the cigar. Oh, yes. Yeah, he, he I remember that. and it was that guy. And we hear chink like chink, like something chain like chains. And we figured it was the guy. Um, I seen the guy before at Dirty Dogs, one of the local bars here in town, dressed up as a pirate. But at the show, he was dressed up as a zombie pirate. Right. So we thought it was him rattling chains and doing his thing. It turns out it was this guest doing a mime act. Going through going through the show, and what he would do was his sleight of hand, and uh, it was on point. Let let's explain for the audience. He was walking slowly with a briefcase, literally like walking, like he was. The briefcase was clear. Was was clear, but he was walking slow, like he was moving against like slower time than anybody else. Right. And when he stopped, he moved his hand to his like uh, a lapel. And tap the button, it would be there would be a like, like a, a flash, flash, of flash of light, and which would and, come it, to light. and it'll come to like our speed up to our time frame, yeah. and do the sleight of hand. Like, and I mean, it was on point. If you've seen sleight of hand before and how it's done, you want to follow, you know where it is, but you instinctively wanted to follow the other hand, and it was. He engaged the, the, the crowd. I mean, it was fun. And when he was done, his hand moved up to the lapel, hit the button, flashed, and he moved slowly and walked, and off. walked off. It was great entertainment. Was I mean, it was literally amazing. We got, like I said, we got a lot of great content. We had it 7 out of 10, at least on my end, uh, 6 out of 10 on Big Candy's end. It's for a first time out show, that's an average score anyway. So don't yeah. don't be disturbed. Discouraged My, guys. The reason why six out of ten for me is, I think the panels were were really good panels, but could have been more attended better. Yeah. Um, there also seemed to be a more of a focus on the music at night than there was on the horror con during the day. Um, a lot of people showed up really late. Like it seemed like there was nobody there for most of the day, and then everybody showed up really late. So I guess my thinking would be less focus on the music aspect maybe next year and more on the horror con or less on the horror stuff and more on the music if that's what you want to do it but trying to balance the two it's it's it was hard anyway but yeah. trying definitely trying to balance the two uh, i want to also thank out to daniel beer who gave us at first it seemed like an insult and when <laughs> i reread when i reread it it yeah. was a compliment he said this in essence i guess we were his first podcast interview yeah. and it gave him a chance to um evaluate himself 
Right. And he said, it's a live event. He, again, he's telling his fans, forgive the noise. It's a live event. It was recorded, recorded live. And he said, he gave, again, he gave everybody a thank you. He, he plugged us. And he said, right. it gave me a chance to listen to myself to see how I can improve. Right. So it was, a, it was a compliment for us saying, yeah. hey, we, we helped him as much as we, he cool. helped us. Nice so guy. now for the bad. Um, the podcast, the show that's going to drop after this is going to be the Apollo Ween, the Apollo interviews, the Apollo Ween type episode. Um, this, uh, two on the 31st was the, the monster celebration. It was the monster mash type thing that it was their fundraiser at one of the locals, local bars. It was a Halloween type of deal. Um, in the episode, you kind of hear the person that's putting it on. I'll tell go a little exp- more of the bad after to my co-host after the show records. But in that episode, you hear the person in charge of that particular event say, "When those who come out to the show, you'll get a bag. Whoever attends gets a bag, and a bag full of goodies." And I'm thinking, okay, for the show. I'll take that bag. Our next it's going to be the 14th. I'll do an unbagging when this show is rendering. Mm-hmm. And I get there. I'm handed a, a ticket, like a raffle ticket, when I with my you know cover charge. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like most people, I didn't get a bag. Okay, I didn't get a bag, mm-hmm. but I got a t- raffle ticket. And I noticed one little gift bag sitting on the shelf off to the side. And I'm thinking. Okay, it's a raffle ticket for whatever's in the bag. And out of everybody that was there, 90% of the people that were the show people for the Rocky Horror Show. And they all left at 11 o'clock so they can make it to the show on time. Right. Which left about six people actually there for the event. Again, I'm there waiting for that raffle because she kept – Mentioning throughout, oh, at 11.15, I'll do this. At 10, first it was 10.45, then 11 o'clock, then 11, you know, 15, then 11.30. And she, like she kept avoiding, I'll put it, putting it off. But at about 10.30, she comes around, hands everybody there an envelope. And in that, I guess that was the quote unquote gift bag. And inside that envelope was a $10 food line gift card. And at the end, when I walked in, she also handed everybody a, one week free trial membership to one of the local gyms, okay. and that was it. That's it. And that's it. And that's a gift she, bag. That, that was a gift bag. That's not even a bag. And <laughs> like I said, I'm waiting with me and my social anxiety. I'm like, I would have left at 10:30 and waited in line for the Rocky right. Horror Show. Right. But again, I'm waiting and I'm waiting and waiting for her to do this. What what I thought again, it could have been an error on my part that I should have asked. That um. Was was the ticket showing that I was part of this event, or was it for a drawing for the bag, or what? But she took the bag with her when she left, and she said, "I'll be back later." Eleven thirty shows up. She's not back yet. Eleven forty. Yeah. Eleven forty-five shows up. She's not back yet. Midnight shows up. Not now. I could have been at the Rocky Horror Midnight showing, right? Because the person who directed it and we interviewed like the few days prior was on. Was there and said well, you'd be there, but again I'm waiting for the freaking raffle. Right. If there was one. Yeah. And at midnight I left. Right. And it, it, I'm like I ain't waiting for this person to show up. Mm. 
to do a, a raffle, if there is ever a raffle. I'm not waiting to two, for, at 2 a.m. I'm not that type of guy. And, and I felt so awkward there because I didn't know anybody there, yeah. really. And I went there with um, work. I like work boots. I got a brand new pair of work boots. It goes with the whole theme. And it's kind of hard to dance out to Michael Jackson's Thriller in work boots. And and the guy kept playing all these remixes. It was like the Thriller. I know he did a Smooth Criminal remix. It wasn't the uh, Alien Ant Farm remix or the cover. It was Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal mixed in with. Um, Nirvana's Teen Spirit. No. <laughs> so you wanna you wanna go start headbanging to Teen Spirit, and all of a sudden Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal. And you're like, all right, now switch up. You know, being a fan of both is I could have done that, but again, work boots. <laughs> I really hate it when they do that. They like, take two songs and then they smash. It kind of fit a little bit, but this event the way, because it was such a poor turnout. Yeah. And that's a common theme with a lot of the events here. They don't advertise stuff well. Yeah, well, they depend on social media. That's and it, it's piss poor. I'm, I'm going to give. I'm, sadly, I'm going to have to give it a four out of ten. It's way below average. Uh, now, sadly, the ugly. And before I get into the ugly, let me take a drink of water because this is going to take a while. Uh, Tylenol, so I'm okay. uh, this is going to be a different form of um, incident. Um, this past, that, <laughs> um, let me pull up because I'm going to have to. This past weekend, October, not October, November 7th, the local mall put on a little, I can't say convention, because WonderCon is actually a convention. So. I guess to avoid any... Um, what do you call it? The Expo. Though. They called it the Wonder Expo, which um, according to their flyer, I'll read it, pull it up, and I'll read it. Um, let me... Again, one of those things I should have had ready. Um, it's... I can do it this way because it's part of here. It read this was their little um, the Foxcroft they changed the mall changed their name to Foxcroft Town Center so it's the Foxcroft Town Center oh, presents mall? yeah presents the second annual Wonder Expo Saturday November seventh two thousand fifteen twelve noon to four p.m. come join us for a fun filled afternoon afternoon of cosplay contests gaming vendors anime, comic books, and much more, with special guests, the 501st Imperial Legion, Matt Magone. If you're listening, Matt, nice guy. I'm sorry I mis probably mispronounced your last name. He's a YouTuber out of Pittsburgh. And actor Conrad Brooks. For more details, check us out, and they have their little Facebook page, and they give their name, address, and so forth and so on. Now, in other... Um, little flyers that they had out at the mall they had uh sci-fi actor conrad brooks and they had sci-fi spelt s-y-f-y -Y. Mm -hmm. um uh, but um that's a channel <laughs> yeah uh the lack of thudding you hear is um zombie bunny hitting the her head i don't want to break the glass <laughs> there's glass um, on the table now um 
the let me put it like this um, I'm gonna give so we can get into the meat of the issue uh, I'm gonna give this uh, total score of this show because there was like if there was 34 actual people there they would be lucky it yeah. was, and it was there, they were there because they happened to be in the mall. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the total score is going to be 2 out of 10. Oof. And the only reason why they're getting 2 out of 10 is because reason why we got stuff for, gave for you guys, our audience, and the other reason why it was free. Hmm. That's the only reason why it's getting 2 out of 10. Now, here's the meat of the issue. I didn't know about this show until September 24th this year and not knowing about it kind of says something about them because it was that day they posted it on Facebook and might have been a few days prior that about this event what? I didn't know about this event so a little little it's more kind than of a, a right. small mall right and, so and a little bit understandable that I'm going to go into the emails in regards to what I emailed them that that Saturday I got, I'll just use first names. I got an email back from Robin, which is there, I think one of the assistants at the mall, the main uh, marketing director's assistant. And her words were, hello, Reverend. I'm happy to, f you find out about our Wonder Expo. My name is Robin. I work with Justin. Justin is out of town right now, but he will be back on Monday, September 28th. If you can send us a number to reach you and a good time next week to call you, then both Justin and I can discuss the Wonder Expo with you and hopefully sign you up to participate this year. As far as our special guests this year, Matt McGone and Conrad Brooks, one of the, our tenants here at the mall who goes to Comic Cons, gave me their contact, referring to Matt McGone because I inquired about it, mm -hmm. gave me their contact information and I contacted them to see if they would like to be our guests this year. The 501st Imperial Legion Star Wars group was part of our Wonder Expo last year, and they agreed to participate again this year. They had one last year? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They had more people last year than they had this year. Hope to hear back from you. Please feel free to check out our Facebook page for more info. And I sent them an email saying, okay, here's my landline, here's my cell number, here's my, you know, and my email and the best time to contact me is most of the day Mondays and Tuesdays and the rest of the week mornings only when I got home I kept my all my phones charged I received um, the numbers that I got on my home phone and didn't never said anything like Foxcroft or Martinsburg Mall attached to it it didn't have Justin or Robin's name attached to it it might have had US cellular cellular attached to it or sprint attached to it and because it had that attached to it i'm not going to call back because i don't know who it is and i received a couple of uh voicemails but they were hang-ups it was like someone called my cell listened to my voicemail and hung up right after the beat right so they could have done was leave a voicemail not like they're not going to pick up or call back and I received, um, and uh, November 3rd, after everything else, um, October happened. We had four states slash con and everything trying to get with uh, those guys, make sure everything was going well with our sponsorship and 
October was a very busy month for us. And granted, uh, Big Candy has the right to yell at me for not getting back to them sooner in reference to this. But we got very busy in coordinating with other stuff. Um, but November 3rd happened, and I decided, you know, figure out because they never contacted us. I didn't hear anything about them. I decided to email them uh, saying, you know, uh, from us to her saying, Robin, this is the Rev from the Long Coat Mafia podcast. First, forgive our cryptic last because I hit send too quickly, and it just said her name. This is. Um, please forgive our cryptic email. Gmail misread our key input and sent out our the cryptic email. Uh, the next thing I wish to address is we at the show have not heard anything from you or anyone anyone from the mall regarding. I miss said WonderCon is Wonder Expo over the last month. Granted, we should have followed up sooner ourselves as well, but October is a very busy for us and had many obligations to fill. With the show less than four days away, me and my co-host were wondering why no one has contacted us back. And uh, that's when I heard from Justin. And his email was... It's loading. Uh, Hello, Reverend. Uh, Thank you. This is his email. Verbatim. Hello, Reverend. Thank you for reaching out regarding your interest in the second annual Wonder Expo. I apologize that I was not able to contact you all direct, directly when you first reached out via email, but I was out of the office at that time. So Robin was kind enough to follow up. We did receive your response on 9-24-15 to Robin's email, which referenced two separate phone numbers as well as particular days that are better to reach you directly. I did attempt to call the landline when I returned, but I, re- I apologize I did not follow up with an email shortly after- afterwards. We actually been contacted by several podcasters, both locally and regionally located, requesting to be involved in our Wonder Expo. However, since this is our second year putting this event together and hosting it at our property, we believe we are not quite ready or at the proper size of an event to begin externally broadcasting, streaming, and or live recording of the event. With, the, with that being said, it is something that we have discussed as a potential possibility for our third annual Wonder Expo. Some things such as live recordings and more would require a, the pre-approval of our anchor tenants. So in the future, we would be reaching out to everyone during the summer to square all that away well in advance. From the beginning, we made the decision to create the to create a wider Spectrum Comic Con pseudo-style event that will appeal to our local community and surrounding areas first and then potentially expand from there. As of now, we are on target based on the goals we've set for the Wonder Expo, which is great. Last year's turnout was slightly more than we expect, expected, so we have higher hopes for a bit more this year. One of our goals is to grow organically the, each year, so there's a stronger core following while we creating integrity within the event. With all that being said, you are more than welcome to come out and check out the Wonder Expo. But we cannot allow any podcasting, streaming, or any type of recordings live slash live feeds at this time. However, please feel free to forward me your input after attending the Wonder Expo 
and let us know what you feel could be added or expanded upon in the future. Lastly, if you'd like to schedule a quick meeting to discuss the future of Wonder Expo in person, let me know. Again, thank you for reaching out, and we hope you have an outstanding week. Now, after I received this while I was on a laundromat, using Xfinity's bad Wi-Fi connection at that location, I emailed him saying that um, this... Personally, I do not think you fully understand what podcasting is, especially in relation to what YouTubing is. What we do at our podcast is record audio, basically interviews, host-based interviews, and more. We do not, as you stated, live or video. Your anchor stores would not have any more, any more of an issue with a would have more of an issue with a YouTuber recording than my show. As for pod posting any episodes right after a recording would be impossible to do to lack of any open Wi-Fi at the Martinsburg Mall. You should also you also state that you need months to set up and prepare for someone like me to do interviews and record. That being said, that being said, you've been to have you been to our Soshite? So if if not, I provide the link and listen to the three episodes regarding the four state slasher con. We, we were approached to do interviews and a panel two days prior to the event. This year was their first year out. Though we as a podcast are new, we are the only geek podcast locally taking the area by storm and the only one promoting ourselves. And his reply to me was thus. You'll get a kick out of this. Chris, thank you for your reply. I do have an understanding regarding what it takes to successfully involved all media and social media spectrums to an event such as podcast, TV, radio, live feeds, social media, etc. Since I personally worked in the tech sector as a private event consultant since 2000 and worked on large and small-scale events for companies such as Sprint, Google, Cisco, Comcast, AT&T, MTV, Viacom, Red Bull, and many others, the time frame I mentioned within my email is definitely not in reference to your operational needs. It is in reference to within the pre-approval requirements stipulated by leases within the anchors and particular tenants within the property. All the pre-approvals had already been obtained back in August per the timeline requirements set within their leased structures. So next year, just prior to the summer, when we became, began the initial planning for phases for the third annual Wonder Expo, we will be submitting our re, um, written pre-approvals to our anchors and tenants for their support of the event, as well as detailed understanding of what we plan to incorporate into the event. If we decide to incorporate podcast style, if we decide to incorporate a podcast type of media element going forward, and your podcast would like to be involved, that's when we will reach need. We would need to include that usage when we submit at submit the request. Hopefully, the explanation above, above provides a better understanding regarding how our written pre-approval process works between our tenants and us when putting an event together, while also providing an understanding that issue is not related to how long it would take a podcast to set up. It would definitely does not have anything to do with timing or lack of conceptual understanding of what podcasting or YouTuber 
dot, dot, dot. It's all about working within the parameters of the leases when putting an event together within a mall environment compared to any other type of venue. We wish you continued success with your podcast and look forward to hopefully having you attend as spectators this year and potentially returning as a podcaster that year. Have a great week. Now, these emails being read. Again, you opened up your – I want to direct this to Justin because they said at the, the – one of their security guards has said mm-hmm. they're monitoring this. So, Justin and mall management, if you are listening to this episode, you are more than welcome to email us mm-hmm. at the long coat, at longcoatmafia at gmail.com. You are more than welcome to schedule an interview with us. So we could schedule at this conference room and record an interview to hear your side of everything and answer any questions and comments to what is said here today. We're going to have to get pre-approval from the library, though. And I'll say this, <laughs> Justin, we are a podcast. podcast. We are considered journalists, and journalists. we are kind of covered under the amendment that states freedom of press. That's right. And... I spoke to his name. I'll give you my source as a journalist, form of quasi-journalist. His name is David Ranson. He's a former Martinsburg Police Department officer, which means he was a former cop in the Berkeley County area, specifically Martinsburg, West Virginia. He told me, and I quote, any area or business that is considered public property like the Martinsburg Mall, I can, as long as one person knows about it, record any audio, again, as one person knows about it, as long as I know I am recording, I am allowed to record any audio in a public place. The mall, When I asked him, is the mall considered a public place like a park, he said yes. And I said, is the... What if they proclaim it's a private property? He said parks are also considered private property as well. You are able to record as long as one person knows about it. You're and allowed this to be there until you're allowed until you're not allowed to be there. Right. You that asked us your. You're allowed to be there until you're not allowed to. So somebody there? tells you that until the owner of the property says you're not allowed to be there, you're allowed to be there. Okay. And since you you're. Small security asked me to leave, thus tossing out of the event. I went willingly. His response said, "If you, they put up. I want because I asked him, what if they say I'm creating a disturbance, disturbing the peace?" He said that would be up to them to prove. Mm-hmm. Since you were recording and you had permission and you handled yourself hopefully um, professionally. Because when we do interviews, we hand out our flyer, we explain who we are, we ask them would they mind us recording. And of their own, own volition. Vo- their own volition. So that's what we did. Now here um, out of not on behalf of the con, not on behalf of the mall, mall. And on behalf of their selves. Now to let you know, Justin, a little bit of my employment history. I once worked for the Ocala Mall, that's Ocala, Florida. They're known as the Paddock Mall, located in Ocala, Florida. I worked at their mall information desk. I asked their security, this was more than 10 years ago, 
why does the mall not allow photography or video recording? His response was due to the fact that if any anchor store or any store is doing well and they have a competitor in the mall, it helps prevent any corporate espionage that they don't, their competitor doesn't go out, hire somebody with a video recorder and come in, take pictures or videotape how their store is set up. That is why you have that stipulation in your lease. It's to prevent video recording and video photography and basically photography. Emphasize on video. Not to mention it helps nowadays copyright. We are recording. You could bear in our recordings that we have. You could barely. You do not own any of the music you play in your mall. You could barely hear that music in our recordings mm -hmm. because the voices it predominantly is the person that I am interviewing mm -hmm. and myself we again we were asked to leave you cannot ask us to take this stuff down mm -hmm. again you can reply to us as my person I'll say it like this my personal opinion about this show this expo it was a failure complete and utter failure mm -hmm. You had, I could show, um, I could show uh, aspects of this to my co-hosts. You had a total of 13 tables set up. 13. In the little area, you des out of a mall that has well over several million square feet to it. You had 13 tables set up. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. 13 tables set up. How many of them had birdhouses? Oh, that's I'll get into that. I'm, just, I'm talking about the show ex, ex, themselves. Thirteen tables set up. Out of those thirteen, three were designated for mall use, meaning uh, the costume test sign up and registration, the judges table for the costume contest, the giveaway table where they had free comic day comics. Right. Now the next four tables were designated to the guests. One was Matt, the YouTuber. Uh, the, they had another guest come in. It was a local author out of Pittsburgh. It turned out to be Matt. I was going to whine and bitch about that author because it was no, someone unknown to the area. It turns out it was Matt's mom. He was doing his mom a solid. So I can't complain about that. Yeah. He, he invited his, he had he worked a deal with that. His mom come out and sell her, her books. Nice. I, I can't complain about that. Uh, props to Matt. Um, and the third table was Conrad Brooks, right. who looked so lonely at this show. He always does. Well, he always does. He always um, does. Poor Conrad. Poor Conrad. And the fourth table was for the 501st. Mm -hmm. That's, now we're up to seven tables taken. How many of them were there? Uh, the only cosplayers players when the 501st finally from the time I was there, left and came back, I'll get into that. The only uh, I'll say this: the only cosplayers there was the 501st and their related groups. Right. That was it. Well, that's what's how many how many of them showed up? Um, two, maybe half dozen. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Um. Usually they show up in like now, a swarm. Now, out of, out of the thirteen, now there should be six tables take uh, left out of the thirteen. Right. Two, three were taken up by vendors. One was the store in the mall, which is a little uh, kid 
discuss bouncy room type place. <laughs> Paul ballpit. Think like uh, what uh, a Chick Fil A or a Burger King might have for the kids. That's what their primarily it thing is. Like and okay. and because Zombie Bunny was at the like a Monkey Joe. It was like a Monkey Joe, and they do a lot of little uh, SpongeBob things. Uh, you, since you were here at the uh, libraries event, they are the ones that had the FNAF. Kind of bear oh. that it was that little organization. The one that I was confused. I right, it looked like a fanatic. Actual person. Yeah, in there, or uh, it was them, and it looked like two other vendors from someplace else. Now there wasn't a person in there, was there? I uh, I don't know. I haven't yeah. figured out today. Um, but the thing is, uh, again, the only reason why I knew about this event was going on uh, was because I had to use, because I walk everywhere. I had to use the the bathroom in the mall. That's the only way I found one of their flyers, which was the size of an eight by, yeah, piece of paper, and they had it in their uh, food court, and they were like three pieces of three flyers in the whole food court oh on a Saturday afternoon. And again, last year when I kind of was trying to get connections for the show, thinking that trying to find the show's purpose, mm-hmm. I asked the guy. I think it was Justin last year. Why haven't you, you know, advertised this? Oh, we need uh, anchor approval. Again, he says in this that he did this prior. He got anchor approval. Why? My question to him yeah. right now is if he got anchor approval to advertise this event, why didn't he get anchor approval to bring in the newspaper to advertise this right. event? Why didn't he advertise this event more so? And let me put it like this. Justin, if you're also in charge of the Home Expo, I know about the Home Expo, or I will know about the Home Expo December for a March event. And there are billboards for the Home Expo all over the place. There are signs for the Home Expo all over the place. There are, even at the mall, there's one by the Walmart entrance for the Home Expo, letting me that there's, guess what? At the mall, there's the Home Expo. <laughs> tape, it, scotch tape, invisible tape is about five bucks for a five pack. <laughs> you couldn't spend five dollars on tape to put one of your stupid flyers at each entrance what? to let people know that this event was going on months in advance. Right, months. And getting the mall, you should have like, hey, we're doing this. If you needed mall uh, anchor store approval, you couldn't have said, hey, we're going to need media in this to cover this. You couldn't have gotten that, again, by your own admission. And I'll reread the statement. I since personally worked in the tech center as a private event consultant since the year 2000 and worked on large and small scaled events for companies such as Sprint, Google, Cisco, Comcast, AT&T, MTV, Viacom, and Red Bull. You didn't think of this? Right. You didn't think of, you know, hey, I want to need... Pro- this you know, is the question, I guess, for if, if we ever, ever talked to Justin, I doubt it. Um, what is the mall's anchor approval... Guidelines. Now here, here's That's what I now mean. here's the thing. I'll when I post the one the stuff that I got from that show, mm-hmm. I'll clip when they uh, told me asked me to leave. Mm-hmm. I'll clip that out. Okay. But their response, her response, because I think it might have been Robin. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Who who said uh, she asked if I because the flyer was sitting on the five hundred first table. Right. 
Um, she's the one that asked if I was part of this organization. I said, yes, I was. She said, you do not have written permission by the mall, which counter yeah. counter states everything that they told me in the emails that we just read for your public, the public to be aware of. Yeah. If I needed mall written permission from the mall, the mall offices, the mall management, right. then you should have given me that permission period because I was the only one covering Again. this event. And according to your covering it as a journalist, as a journalist, independently, no, mm -hmm. you you don't need permission to be there. Just like somebody, a, a news reporter doesn't need permission to show up for a fire. Or, uh, you know, oh, yeah. well, it's your, your building got bombed out by terrorists. Uh, can, can we be there? No, you just show up and report. Yeah. And that's all you were doing. And that's all we're doing. So you can't take this down either. Right. And we're the, reporting people, on this event. The people that you interviewed, they agreed on their own volition to talk to you about what they wanted to talk about, not the event. You weren't – in other words, you weren't sponsoring the event. You weren't sponsored by the event. You were there – on your own with a recording device that you were allowed to have. Yeah. The end. Yeah. And the thing is, in to Justin, if you're treating this expo like a standardized convention, mm -hmm. you had no panels. You had no panels. Again, you could have worked with us. Again, you didn't even ask us, Do we? did we want a table? Mm -hmm. You never asked us, did we want a table? Now, mind you, from what I, when I asked one of the people who wanted to go to the expo last year, she turned them down to be a vendor at that expo, last year's expo, because they wanted $300 for a table. And she told me she's lucky she didn't ex pay them the $300. She would never have made her money back. No. And it's not even about breaking even. It's knowing that you're going to make that $300 and more like you can at any convention that's run properly and the thing is i didn't i forgot to ask at least matt to see it uh because it was off record completely off record which meant i wouldn't wasn't recording because i would have asked him was he charged for the event who matt yeah what was he set up as uh, he was set up as YouTube. He was the YouTuber. Oh, that's right. I, I keep thinking you mean Matt Burns. No. I did see Matt there. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to post uh, the stuff that – the video recording. I'm not going to post – even though I promised that I'm not going to post it. Um, I know it, I'm backing out on a promise to you, the listeners. I'm not going to post that. No, I am going to – It's smart. Uh, um, I could have, but I can, but I'm not. Um Personal reasons, I'm going to stay away from because it can be misconstrued as slander. I'm not going to do it. Um, I am, as a commentator, as a journalist, I am commentating and reporting mm -hmm. what I saw. That's where we're protected as this episode. If you don't like it, again, Justin and mall management, you're more than welcome to schedule an interview with me. And I'll be happy to do it, schedule a room, the conference room, and schedule a recorded interview Mm -hmm. With you, mm -hmm. which will be presented to the public, where you can state your side. Mm -hmm. If you do, cannot come to the library, I'm willing to bring a, my digital recorder and record you over my treat at Waffle House over coffee. <laughs> just you coffee. Will, just Nothing coffee. Else. Yeah, you can't have waffles. You can't have waffles. You can't but you waffles. will be recorded. The recording device will be out. 
<laughs> Scattered, smothered, and covered. I'm sorry. No but waffle for you. It, no cop. No ham. The um, <laughs> the um, they said uh, the security. Now your security yeah. guard. I'll because I have kind of notes about this. Um, they're they're only publicity in this because I was looking at the paper, our local paper, the Martinsburg Journal. He mm-hmm. tends to have a uh, event insert in their Thursday paper. Right. They had nothing in that paper regarding this event for Saturday. Right. The only paper that had any type of mention was the Hagerstown Herald Mail, which had a one by one, one inch by one inch little blurb saying, small little blurb saying this event's happening in the Martinsburg Mall. Probably needed your reading glasses and a magnifying glass. Right. Now, here's an example of a promoter who does not know his audience. You know where a, a great place to uh, advertise this would have been? Oh, I don't know. The library. Oh, I don't know. Comic book shops in the region. If they they tell me, oh, we had uh, uh, probably if they did, they'll probably say, oh, we had a thing up in uh, uh, my hobby place and uh, Panhandle Games. What if I don't go to Panhandle Games? Yeah, right. What if, what if I don't go to my hobby place? Right. What if I don't go that way? Hmm. What if I don't? You know, I'm not into retro, retro gaming and you know Dungeons and Dragons. Where do I go? Yeah. What was your outreach? Because. I'm pretty sure Four Color Fantasies probably would have really wanted one in Winchester because it's really not that far. And the fact that I drive here, you know, once once or twice a month for a podcast will show you it's really not that far from here to Winchester. So, you know, you could advertise there. You could advertise at uh, Kung Fu Comics. You could advertise at, you know, any of the gaming stores around, any of the, you know, now, I'll, I'll say, libraries. Also, the security guard. <laughs> now, here, now, here's the here's the thing. The, the security <laughs> guard trying to... Trying to push it, push it. Just yell things. (laughs) Trying to push his authority, his authority. Uh, He said um, the security guy told us that at least me, uh, they will pull any posting of whatever we recorded at their event. Again, they'll pull it. They'll they'll have it pulled. You guys don't own Podbean. Yeah, right. Pull it. Yeah. uh, And besides, we will post it and. Uh, any audio, hmm? we'll put it to. Uh, we'll get royalty f- with our music for the any all. Who told you this? This one of the security guards. <laughs> uh, let me put it like this: <laughs> nothing you own at the mo- the interviews we got at the mall uh-huh. are not copyrighted by the mall. Right. We, if you make the attempt, not, none of our music we use is copy. It is copyrighted. It is considered. Royalty free that we acquired by audio blocks. Paid for. It's paid for. We allow to use it in any way we see fit. Yeah. Once we so, approach a guest and say, "Would you like to be interviewed?" and they say yes, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's, it's fair your, game. It's none of your so business. So under that's me coming up to another individual and not to mention at your mall and saying, "Hey, can I talk to you?" Sure. Not to mention. We give our podcast out for free. Yep. Don't charge for so it. So therefore. According to my FBI agent friend, because we give it out for free, we're not charging it. Anything that we can be considered copyright is legit. We are promoting them. So, therefore, it cannot be pulled. How many sponsors do we have that pay for this? None. Right. (laughs) Yep. So, anybody, uh, let me put it like this. Free, uh, 100%. Chaos and anarchy ruling the nation. Let me, let me, let me put it like this. <laughs> I can we, say whatever I want. 
That's fucking chicken fucker. That's again the beauty of the what you fail to realize. We are friends right now. We are not YouTube where it stuff can be pulled on a whim because yeah. because you had an issue or you got yeah. hurt over the deal. Right. We are commentating on this. Yep. We this we are commentating. We fall under free speech. This is a wild wild west, sir. And they also both she well again. The person, the female that was power management said, we will be emailed on Monday. The security guard said, we will be emailed regarding this little incident. It's Saturday. Heard nothing. My guess is the Tuesday after this is posted, I will probably hear something. Again, I doubt it. I doubt it. But then again, nothing we said can be considered slander. Nothing we said in this episode or what we will post is considered slander or illegal. In any way, shape, or form. Therefore, it can be sta- stayed up. None of it is co- considered copyright or pornographic. Therefore, it can be under at least Google Play's terms of service. Can be considered avoiding their terms of service. Yeah. So, therefore, it stays up. Yep. And if you try to take us down, <laughs> guess what? We will come back. Oh, yeah. Hail Hydra. <laughs> Hail Hydra. <laughs> Hydra. Um, one head. Two so more in its place. <laughs> so, um, it, it's, it, it's, it, the whole time, it's like, up to, let me put it like this. Going, you, you, Big Candy, have set up at a show, big show. What time did you set up for that show? Well, the show started at like 10, 10 o'clock. What time did you set up? 7. And, at least. what time, the second day you were there, what time did you arrive there? To set, you know, make sure everything was set up right. Well, uh, we threw pretty through a cover over the night before, probably about eight. So both days you arrived early. Let me put it like this: by, t- uh, I got there at eleven thirty for a twelve noon show. No one was set up yet. What? No one was set up. That's ridiculous. And by twelve oh six, there was the four get, uh, three of the four guests were there. The YouTuber, Matt, Conrad Brooks, Matt's mom, and two vendors. That's it. I've seen yard sales set up better than that. <laughs> at 1206. <laughs> what, at 1206. Let me put it like this. Uh, let me put it like this. Whenever I go to the flea market and set up, I'm there before the sun comes up. And there are people there before the sun comes yeah, up. Yeah, there's other people setting up. And I usually go, go through and sell half of the crap that I brought before the sun comes up. To other vendors, and sometimes I get to go home before nine o'clock. And I think that speaking of your uh, <laughs> flea markets, uh-huh. you uh, Justin, you can uh, spend ten bucks and go to a flea market, hand out flyers. Right. Again, and she said, "I got a list of flea markets." And uh, like. not to mention the her the person there from management said, "You're told, to- you're told, you are invited just to come here and observe." You mean I'll I'll say this because one of Lloyd's favorite things is. It's what you said, right? not what you meant. Right. You mean I had to stand in the corner out of the way and just watch like a fucking creeper. Right. So, or I could have went up to someone like Conrad Brooks or one so of the vendors. Like, am, am I hearing this correctly? They scolded you? Yeah, they scolded me. And it's I have it at the tail end of the clip. It's faint to hear, but you can hear her scolding me. Really? And Or I could have went up to one of the vendors, laid out five $20 bills, and said, see this money? I would have loved to spend it at your booth, but the mall told me I can't spend anything at your booth. I have to stand over there and watch. 
So you have to stay in the circle. Stay in the circle stay and watch. Stay in the circle. <sighs> Which means if, if what was, it is, it sounds like a clear misunderstanding of what popular culture is. It sounds to me like yeah, they I'm, have, and I'm here on the show. You could yell as someone who has promoted yeah, advance. Yeah. You have done that, Big Candy. Yeah. You've promoted advance. You have more. I know. I probably did wrong. Yeah, you could yell at me right on the show. Tell me I did wrong. Yeah, flat out. There's nothing I can do. Yeah. If if I was having a similar event and you showed up and covered it, you know what? I'd be really happy you were there. I'd be grateful that somebody took interest. I'd be grateful that somebody was like, wow, you really want to come to my event? That's cool. But <clears throat> yeah. this is where I, I the disconnect is and what I want to understand. We weren't causing a disturbance. No. A, dis- a disturbance in a any way, shape, or... A disturbance would be me walking up to people and poking them in the eye. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you were causing a disturbance, you would be taking the guests away from the event. You weren't doing that. And I didn't... There was no one there. And, and because... Two, I... two, if anybody had come up similar to the con that, you know, the four state mm-hmm. slasher con, all you got to do is hit pause, go ahead and take care of your guest. Go ahead and take care of the customer. Go ahead and take care of the person that wants to talk to you. Now, to kind of put up, uh, uh, answer kind of what Zombie Bunny brought up in reference to the birdhouses. When you walked in one entrance, one of the entrances, the first thing you saw was Santa's workshop. Yeah. That's it. That someone coming to the event doesn't might know where it is. Immediately sees Santa's workshop. They're going to turn around and walk out. Right. At the area by you know, Walmart. Maybe, maybe a sign that they have access to signage. They could have put they welcome had, to, what's it called they, now? Foxcroft Town they, Center? They had Wonder Expo this year, this way, and an um, 8 by 10 piece of paper oh. taped up on one of the pillars by the Walmart entrance with an arrow pointing to where it was supposed to be. And when you looked in the direction of where that arrow was pointing, craft show. Put on by the journal. Wow, they probably got more. They probably got more coverage and more uh, advertising. <laughs> yeah, because the journal. Now here's the thing with how many um, people were at the craft show? Uh, probably more people. <laughs> there were more vendors at the craft show than at the Wonder Expo. Um, the the Wonder Expo. Let me put like I this. wonder how this keeps getting put on. My thoughts exactly. And the thing is, um, when the journal put on this little craft show like two weeks prior, I only saw one thing about the – it in um, the only way I found out that was happening, I cut from the uh, mini golf side to where the new church is in the mall, that side. There's like a, uh, It's where uh, – the kind of where the – Radio Shack used to be. That, there's a church? There's a 365 independent church in the mall. In the mall. In the mall. Really? Yeah. Uh, Your mall has gone downhill. And <laughs> not to mention the mall is on a website called Dead Malls of America. Yeah, it is on Dead Malls. Um, I thought it was funny when I read that. And the thing is, when, when, I, cut, when I cut through from... One side, one entrance. A, did you get approval from the dead mall or from the from the church? No. Oh, okay. Um, the um, when I cut through that, I didn't know an event was going on. I stop at Martin's, check, you know, pull up my tablet, check Facebook. I seen, oh, this event's going on at the mall. Uh, I my response was, 
I didn't know this was happening until you posted this. I didn't see anybody, anything set up. It turns out it was um, in front of the journal's book, used bookstore in the mall. Right. I didn't know. There were no signs saying that where it was yeah. on that end of the mall. And, well, they said, well, the, the, the journal is promoting this. They're putting it on. It's in your location. You couldn't put up signs. There was one sign yeah. put up on the, um, the entrance opposite the FYE. Right. One sign. Right. At that entrance. No one's coming in. That, very few people are coming in that entrance. Right. And they, if you didn't come in that entrance. Yeah, that entrance, up. nobody comes through. And, again, the, the most popular entrance is the Walmart entrance yeah. where there's a bus stop for the local Pantran. Right. The Walmart's busier than fuck. Yeah. And it's right next to the FYE, which there's a lot of, hey, I don't want to go into Walmart for this DVD or, you know, CD. I want to go to FYE, pick it up, and right. leave. So they couldn't put up any type of flyer saying this event was going on. They couldn't done any more advertising. Again, they said, oh, we can't, you have to, as me kind of promoting this, I'm going to umbrella say, hey, I'm going to try to get as much coverage for this event to be as popular as I could for this. I need every possible approval that you could give so I could do have my hands untied. Right. As a promoter, as he said, I'm a promoter. I've done a lot. Isn't that what you're supposed to do right, when you yeah, need yeah. approval? Is to get that widespread approval. If you, oh, I got approval for this event. While you're there, you have to ask. So he, he, he's not really a promoter. He just signed a piece of paper that had an event. A promoter promotes things. A promoter has a successful show. A promoter does things that actually gather a crowd. Uh, sounds to me like this is a challenge. Sounds to me like we could put together something better. Hell, let me put it like this. Sounds to me like I should get started planning. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, we'll be doing more events. I, I said, I, I've spoken with... Uh, Earl, I think he might listen to the show. I'm not going to mispronounce your last name, Earl. He's a spoken word artist. Okay. Uh, we'll be um, the, the local town's going to be doing a book f candy fest book festival in the spring. We're going to be helping him with his promoting his stuff too. Mm -hmm. We'll be handing out um, CD uh, CDs of our best shows. Um, if we'll be uh, when we have freebies to hand out, we'll be handing those out too. Um, We'll be coordinating with him. He's going to, well, details will be ironed out with him in later months as the time goes by. And I'm sure he's he's been a big supporter of us as well, kind of, because he's he's got kind of on the, he said, I'm on the lunatic fringe of things. So it's kind of like, hi, I'm on the lunatic fringe too. And he's kind of yeah. back and forth promoting. Hi, we're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crazy like, let me put that? it like this. The best, our best uh, interview was with Matt. At this, I'm gonna we'll say this: the positive, our best interview it was with Matt. We spent over 21 minutes speaking with Matt about being a YouTuber, being how it compares to being a podcaster. Uh, it was great. Uh, I didn't get to because of what he does. I didn't get a chance to ask him about how copyright might affect him, but still, it was 21 minutes of conversation with him about how YouTube, how it's growing. Um, he even says on air. Oh, that's a good question. So we got a good response to him, and he's going to be willing to cross, probably cross promote us with on his channel. Um, now to get move away from this death spile, ugly event. Uh, now let's get uh, get on with um, to continue with uh, Zombie Bunny's a little bit of a head banging um, affair with her scarf. Um, 
I'm trying not to break the table. Um, <laughs> or get a There has been in uh, <laughs> most recently to kind of um, catch up. There has been um, another two kind of um, Star Wars controversies back out. Oh, no. uh, first, oh. it was declared a hoax. It was one of those things to get to see if people get outraged. One was that uh, no, not Jar Jar. Um, it was the fact that the new movie is racist against white people. Oh, what? And it promoted white genocide. And it, it just turned out that it was just a hoax. Just to get people fired up. And it was like one of those onion type hoaxes. Right, right, right. The other one was not. I don't think it was. I heard nothing saying that it was a hoax. It was the aspect of Slave Leia being making controversy again. Oh, Twice. Yeah, first time. Heard? First time around was the fact yeah. that the whole aspect of Slave Leia. Right. A lot of people are finding the word slave offensive. Therefore, they want uh, people to change the name to Slayer Leia because she killed Jabba the Hutt. And the other controversy is, regarding Slave Leia is Disney has put a blanket ban. Done, yeah. You can, no, uh, even uh, one of the artists, Jay Scott Campbell, Jay Scott Campbell yeah. um, his name slipped my mind, said, we can't even, draw, not even at a show, for, for, for a fan. For uh, Gen 13? Did he do Gen 13? Uh, he might have. He, he he said, I can't even, if someone comes up to me and wants to commission uh, a, a slave lay, I can't do it. No, his hands are tied. I, I, I heard about this. And it's a blank. The, the Disney says that we can't, uh, other than me commenting on this right now, I can't mention it. I can't draw it. Yeah. It, it, it as far it's part of Ken, the movie Ken, they can't deny that. Right. But as this point forward, we can't do anything. Our hands are tied. We can't mention it. No, it as far as we're concerned, it does not exist. Right. And I can almost see Bunny wanting to kill me for some ungodly reason. See the bunny kill. See the bunny kill. She's got long <laughs> bunny ears. Too long. <laughs> Me speak a mile long that one. Uh, um, but, uh, no, yeah, I, I heard all about that. Um, they are erasing it from history. Erased from history. Um, this going to turn into another conspiracy theory. Right? We could turn into one. Uh, <laughs> actually, it'll be that the word I would slave, like to hear this. slave never existed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, it uh, kind of, again, to move away from the... Oh, to kind of continue with the um, uh, offensive and the whole aspect of things, what uh, recently I found out through um, Screw Attack, um, which does all these like death battles and stuff, and death uh, um, I'm siding with Screw Attack. Superman won against Goku. Uh, Is that a shut up, you. Reference, by the way? Uh, get Goku? No, it's a no, Dragon Ball. Screw, screw Attack. Uh, it might be, and the um, but they and one of their Things they made light that a two people, two Latinos, two, in a South Carolina college, uh, got offended by tacos. What? Because, <laughs> tacos? Uh, because what? they had a taco. Uh, apparently, the, the um, cafeteria has like a Taco Tuesday. It's decked out in Mexican themed. Um, <laughs> the two two Latino. Apparently, the only two Latinos on the entire campus got offended by this and. Apparently, during one of the uh, Taco Tuesdays, one of the chefs inside the uh, little uh, 
cook room had a, a frappe or whatever the shit thing was called. They had the big stereotypical hat on. So, and they got offended. They got compl- they want it banned completely because it does not re- fully represent the Mexican community and Latino. No, it's just like the thing with the Halloween outfits this year. But uh, to kind of oh. let the um, the skirts are getting shorter and shorter every year. Oh no no! What the thing was? It was. Remember, Bunny. I'm a gamer. I'm wearing a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this thing came on um, Facebook one day. I was just looking, and there was people legitimately complaining about like costumes for uh, for for Halloween. Um, the, the like Native the American name. ones and the um, uh, the uh, Hindu or whatever. Like the they, slutty Hindu. They, yeah, they <laughs> would be like. Like too stereotypical. Huh? This is offensive to my people. This is. I'm like. I think I saw a meme on that on Facebook. It's basically like putting out like, you can't wear superhero costumes. You can't. You can't wear this costume. Yeah. You can't wear princess uh, costumes. And it's like, what are they supposed to wear? If well, they wear a sheet over their head, then they're gonna be like racist offended. towards well, ghosts. My thing is, it's not racist. It's it's. it's, it's Yes, it's stereotypical. Yeah, the thing and is, that's to kind fine. Of, it's Halloween. That kind of lets you guys <laughs> in a, a character. You, my co-host, and the listeners in on this. I have plenty. Um, Bunny kind of knows who I'm talking about. His name is Patrick. Yes. Uh, uh, I know he, Patrick. You know, he's an African American gentleman. He's well spoken. Um, he's. I invited him I hate to the be. I term African American. Um, <laughs> um, he did not he, come from Africa. Um, oh, he's going to. Talk he, about which Patrick are you talking uh, about? He's kind of my size. He's at. He's. He kind of works in the um, safe house. He can, comes around. Okay, and, okay. No, okay. he's got glasses. Yeah. I I yeah. sit used to I sit with him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, I understand. Uh, he. He's my one black friend. No. no. Um, <laughs> my second black friend. The other one being Larry. Um, uh, but See, he's going to be on the. On the show, we're going to be talking about uh, kind of racism as a whole and how being racist to something – how being intolerant to something intolerant can breed intolerance. Yeah. And we're going to be – both of us have talked – Educational, you know, lately it's discussed just the fucking it. crazy talk, yeah, right? And we're going to talk <laughs> about that on the show. That's an upcoming show for you guys. That's a treat for you guys. Drew, so, Jesus. um, no, uh, kind of <laughs> go. Um, one of the things that um, come to my neighborhood. Also, in this past <laughs> week, uh, not racist. I am. <laughs> <laughs> let's kind of move on with the show. Uh, another two things, um, <clears throat> movie wise. Jim uh, and the Holograms. Oh, failure. Oh. Fa- Uber failure. It was Was it cool. worse than Casper the Ghost? I think so. It was it only made $1.37 the first week. Oh. It was – it got pulled. It had uh, – I'm going to say it like this. The only reason why Max Max Brooks, the writer of you know yeah. the Zombie Survival Guide and World War Z, the only reason why he promoted World War Z, the movie, is because he got shoveled a shit ton of money. Yeah. But which it ha- the movie itself. No uh, books and sun, by the way. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. And um, the movie itself had nothing to do with. I'm talking about World War Z. Had no, the book, no, yeah. not like other than zombies being in it and maybe three or four characters and one line. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had nothing to do with the book. Um, Gem and the holograms had n- nothing, nothing to nothing. nothing the, from what I've seen on YouTube, yeah. the, the a lot of the stuff that they put in the movie because they asked fans to do stuff so they could put it in the movie. Yeah. They the fans the, what they put in the fans were referencing stuff in the cartoon, 
And they put that stuff in the movie, which had nothing to do with the cartoon end, other than Jem and the ba- the band band itself calling Jem and the Holograms. Oh. And the the music uh, recording studio that in the show that Jem owned being the same name. Other than that, nothing, nothing. And I mean, it it was that. I'm going to say this. I said it on our show uh, fan page. I'll said it. I said it. I think I said it on Twitter. Pixels did better first week out. Oh my god! (laughs) And Pixels Pixels was good. Pixels, yeah, Pixels was okay. It was an Adam Sandler flick. It had Adam Sandler in it. And the other thing that was announced this week is that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was reportedly ruined. (laughs) Ruined. But it turned out. The person that ruined it just had an earlier version of the script. Right. And the script has changed yeah. before – and it's about to be filmed anyway. Yeah. And the script has, you know, well, has changed. The, the, the script said that it was uh, it revealed, it revealed um, Chris Pratt's character's father, who, who it was, which was, was Thanos. Thanos. It's like, what? what? But uh, it, it's changed. They changed it. Or in response to this spoiler, they probably changed it. I said, to, I said to my wife, I said, I can't see her and his mom getting together. <laughs> <laughs> what, it, it, that'd be like worse, uh, the reverse of throwing a hot dog in the hall, uh, yeah, stadium. Or, um, uh, but it um, kind of moved back to Star Wars. There have been um, several theories revol- revolving um, – let me get the name right – of um, – a Ren, the it's the, the Sith Lord right. the, that they show in the the trailers. Mm-hmm. His, his name is Ren. Yeah. Um, one theory is is that it's that's going around fan theory that it's Luke, because Luke. Um, the reason why is because in the there there are theory, evidence is that in the the expanded universe, mm-hmm. Luke went to the dark side for a little while to better understand the dark side so he could become a better Jedi. But it's played by Adam Driver. Um, that's the thing. That that's where it's shot down. Yeah. The other theory that's going around is that uh, it's Han Solo's one of Han and Leia's kids. I think that's Kate, because Kate Skywalker. Uh, uh, because if they call him that, I don't know. Uh, because from my understanding of the expanded universe books. Mm-hmm. Uh, that actually did happen. That one of the uh, Kane Solo. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, fans help us. I remember uh, Kane was Kane was Luke's son. Uh, either way, it was, it was one of the you know possible Han and Leia sons, yeah. and which is a valid theory because again it happened in the uh, expanded universe books before. Right. That was you know, I won't say tossed to the wayside. They, what Disney did is like we're rebooting the universe so new fans can now jump on board, yeah. and it's which is good for new fans, and they're kind of acknowledging the old expanded universe as well, yeah. saying that for the people who still love Star Wars, we're going to acknowledge, not really acknowledge the old books, but we're just going to have a clean slate, right. which is always a good thing. Good for fans. Yeah. Good for fans. Oh, that something like that's always good for fans. Um, um, another little bit of thing is we're going to give, go into a little bit more reviews. Uh, one is uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to a YouTuber I've been watching, Jinx. Um, he's the uh, – a lot when a meeting I showed you, he's do, does all, he does a lot of reaction oh. videos. He, he, I mean, he's a great guy, uh, great laugh. I love what he's doing. He does – I saw a couple of his uh, – on his other channel – his shorts that he does, they're very well done. They're funny. Yeah. Uh, he, he's been receiving a lot of hate for what he does as a, a someone who does reactions. He always has the, these uh, laugh type challenge to laugh because he, like, 
try to make me laugh. Right. Try to make me laugh. And so a lot of people send in these challenges like, bitch, you can't laugh. And my God, when someone submitted something that he actually laughed to, it's like Larry. You know, he, <laughs> he's like, I got a positive video. I'm laughing too goddamn hard. <laughs> and it's literally on, he's like trying to fall, he's almost falling out of his chair, you know, just where he's doing it. I mean, a lot of love to this guy. Keep up the good work. I applaud you. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, Jinx, if you listen to this, or I'll give you a shout out on Twitter. I'll let you know that we give you a brief little review. I'll provide a link to our in our description in our show notes, uh, show description for, to uh, you. Um, I doubt you'll see much traffic from us, but still, give them a shout out anyway. Wait, you're not going to charge him for promotion? No, it, it, it's <gasps> hey, oh. hey, he he might retweet us. It's promotion for promotion. Oh, uh, it, you can do that. It's called cross promotion. Oh. Wow. Um, I, know so, I know somebody that might want to hear about that. Really? Mm-hmm. And uh, nothing, uh, we're going to review. Yeah, that was a dig. Yep. <laughs> uh, we're going to also, I'll give uh, the folks at uh, Skeleton Crew Brand a uh, review here on the show because they sent us, uh, as you pro- guys probably saw on our uh, unboxing, mm-hmm. uh, what Skeleton Crew Brand has sent us. I'm currently wearing one of their, the shirt that they, they sent. Um, yeah. It's a nice quality shirt. It uh, looks nice. It is uh, because uh, Big Big Candy has done shirts before. I'll, let, I'll give him a sleeve to feel. What is that? But it is a, a decent quality sh- uh, shirt that he uses. Um, I like that. It's been through the wash twice. It has not shrunk. Right. So it's a, like I said, not nice quality shirt. Yeah, he started this. The shirt that I'm currently wearing that you've seen me in several photos. It's his second line, his second run, run that he's doing. Um, he, he, in the package, he sent two CDs. Um, one is a geek band. I'm going to pull up um, the CDs out of my bag so I get the names geek right. Band. Uh, one's a geek, geek-themed rapper um, called Cold Slither. They're, um, they're G.I. Joe-based cartoon. Uh, I must say, as a fan of like the geek genre of music... Uh, I wasn't too crazy. I could see why people like him, but he a lot of times with the rhymes that he was doing and the tracks he was laying down, mm-hmm. it was just um, like he was just rhyming for rhyming's sake, uh-huh. and it, it just didn't you know it wasn't cat you know catchy with me. Right. Um, I could see why people like it. And I'm not complaining that uh, uh, J uh, Reverend J Leo, the founder of uh, Skeleton Crews, sending it. You know he's doing you know. Like so sending out lot, filling the box up, you know. Hey, he's paying a flat rate for the box. Anyway, why not send out some extras? So I can't complain with that. I'm not. I'm just not crazy about the that particular band that Geek laid out. I've heard other geek rappers, mm-hmm. geek and geek musicians, um, who who I like better. But it's just not my thing. What's this uh, picture on the back? Yeah, uh, right. Oh, GI Joe the movie. Look it up in YouTube. Um, I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere, full version. Uh, the other uh, CD sent is a sampler from um, an, uh, all of her Twitch. All uh, her her Twitch, Twitch by design. Uh, demos from the album. Um, it's uh, it, it's heavy metal. It's just a sampler CD uh, that they, he sent out to kind of promote them. Uh, I can't again. I can't complain. It's heavy metal based. Uh, I haven't got a full listen to it. Um, from the sound of it, I like it. Right. And I'll give them a more of a listen. I'll ch- probably check out their Facebook band and uh, 
their dot com. It's Bandcamp, so I'm sure you listen to all their stuff there. It's it's interesting. It like I said, Jay, kind of uh, you order something from Jay, he always gives you like not only what you order, but like a little freebies. like freebies and extra comics. I didn't get a chance to read the comic for the show that he gave out. Right. Uh, it was a horror based comic, but he gives out extra. He's like he's panders to the people. You know, hey, why not? You know, yeah, you yeah. get you get like, oh, I got my shirt. That I ordered from this person, and I got a CD. I got two CDs. I got you know little plastic spiders. You know, I got a comic book. What the hell? You get more than just you know what yeah. you what you order, which is always great. Yeah. Um, again, I'll put a link to him. I always give them a shout out because I think I want to say that they're almost out. A brother in arms won't reference the podcast because he puts out a lot of podcasts too. Reference to where we're we the Long Coat Mafia is a broad based geek podcast where we cover a lot of things he's more focused in reference to he has a separate wrestling podcast he has a separate geek general geek podcast he has a separate comic podcast so he's more specific so check him out again i'll put a link to him in the show description um to bounce back because i'm trying to speed through what we have we have a lot to cover um Starbucks. <laughs> oh, the oh, red no. cup. <laughs> uh, it's this, just a cup. <laughs> and the whole fallout for those who have been living underneath a rock. rock like the, me. Uh, um, Starbucks, previous holiday seasons, all their cups were just, they had snowflakes, reindeer, snowmen. It, it was just basic winter themed. Okay. And I guess a bunch of people got butthurt that it was too Christmassy, and they this year they removed that and just had a simple red cup with a, their logo logo in green, and the other side got butt hurt because there was nothing on the cup. Oh, so what? <laughs> what um, the P- Starbucks did was issue um, stickers. So people could decorate their own cup. Hail <laughs> <Male> Satan. Hail <laughs> Satan. Um, what are you talking about? You drink your coffee through a straw. Hot coffee. <laughs> How many bulletproof coffee is that? Um, bulletproof I'll, coffee? Yes. Uh, uh, explain it. Explain it for the listeners. Okay. You, you just get good coffee or good beans, and you make a pot of coffee like you normally would. If you have one of those little handy dandy blender deals where it's like you put the cup in the blender and turn it whatever, I have one. You put um, was it about three tea, three tablespoons tablespoons three teaspoons of uh, unsalted grass fed butter into the into the coffee and MCT oil. If you don't have MCT oil, you can substitute with uh, coconut oil. Put that in there, blend it up. It turns a nice pale brown, you know. Uh, and it, it tastes real good, and it, 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 it wires you up. <laughs> Grass-fed butter. Yeah, you feed the butter. Unsalted butter. How do you feed the butter? Yeah, you feed it grass. <laughs> Smash it. Get in there. Grass. Eat that grass. Eat that grass. Eat that grass, you piece of um, butter. Uh, I was going to talk grass-fed about... Grass-fed cows. I would make... Grass-fed butter. Uh, I was going to talk about YouTube. Um, <laughs> Just somebody smashing um, grass and butter on. <laughs> this isn't working. I hate my life. <laughs> I, I, I was going to bring up YouTube Red, which is the you know ad-free version of YouTube. 
uh, for ten bucks a month. But I since I talked to uh, Matt, the YouTuber Matt, right. uh, about that, I'm not going to really bring that up oh, here yeah, because yeah. he it affect he was a, a more of a person to yeah. explain it and how it affects him. Just so for me, you go boom. Um, also, a couple of good things. Um, and for those fans out there of Mystery Science Theater 3000, they, they're getting a Kickstarter. They want to come make a comeback. Yay. Uh, so it's fan-friendly. Fan um, myself, I met Joel Hodgson, um, I think it was like last year at Baltimore. Got an autograph. He had uh, Tom Servo with him. His mm-hmm. to- uh, it was he, – he'll make you Tom Servo. For like three thousand dollars, he'll oh, make yeah. you a Tom Servo. Uh, it's accurate. Uh, it's actually screen accurate. It, the only reason why he has that one, uh, he said, it doesn't move. It's not the puppet version because if he brings the puppet version around, uh, it will br- easily break. He doesn't want that to happen. So he he makes he makes Tom Servo statues that look that are completely official statues for fans who want them but they're like three thousand yeah. dollars but which if you're that big of a fan hey why not right um uh, joel was a nice guy so in, in uh let's see what else do we have to cover let's see uh i gotta catch up with you guys <laughs> uh or so because I'm sorry it, i throw people off topic <laughs> <laughs> so, no um it, it's a good thing hey what do you, um because it's right around the corner this this will be posted uh, the week prior to Thanksgiving. Uh, what do you guys do? Usually do. What are your Thanksgiving traditions? Working. Uh, Working. <laughs> Same uh, here, probably. Uh, <laughs> my Thanksgiving tradition: uh, eat food. Eat food. Just eat usually food. eat food. Yep. Just yeah, the one time a year, she eats food. Just eat food. Lots of food. Uh, unlike the one year that we were at home, we were watching. Uh, you. It's when you were living with us, but. With me, Big Candy. We're watching. We're we're cooking Thanksgiving dinner, and we're watching the parade, and we got Rick rolled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? You don't remember that? No. You don't. You, you don't remember uh, the Thanksgiving Day Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade, Rick rolling the entire American nation on TV. <laughs> I must have missed it. Oh, basically, what happened is we're watching the parade because the turkey's cooking, yeah. and we're watching them because it's kind of a, was a tradition that we watched. You know, the parade. It's on, and. We're, and the Cartoon Network folk, and they said, and uh, the, the commentators, I think, kind of spoiled it. They were like, yeah, the, they're going to sing us a song and give us a surprise. Here's the Cartoon Network uh, float. And he start, and it was for the uh, Imaginary Friends oh, theme. Yeah, Foster's, Home. Foster's Home. They were representing Cartoon Network. And they were coming like, we're going to be the best of friends. And they started, as soon as they got it, maybe about, what, 30 seconds into the song, maybe a minute, all of a sudden, doom, doom, out comes Rick Ashley. Never gonna give you up. Never <laughs> give you. Uh, I was like, oh my god, no, they fucking didn't. They rickrolled us. Oh my god. And it was hysterical. I think we, the three of us, were on the floor just laughing our ass off. It's like, oh my god, they rickrolled us. Holy shit. So. Um, yeah, I'm not. This year, I'm working on Thanksgiving. Yeah, um, I was informed I got. I have to. Uh, the The only person that gives me money, it's not for direct. Again, for those who might be listening, it, the money they give me is for personal bills, not show use. Right. They do not sponsor the show in any way, shape, or form. Right. That is called a disclaimer. Uh, it's so I could pay my bills, light bills, so we could, you know, my personal things. So it's. 
Um, yes, I got to work on Thanksgiving, but I'm getting paid not only for the day, I'm getting yeah. holiday pay and paid extra. So it's yeah. it that's a good thing and good chance I'll be getting overtime too. So yeah. as soon as those people get out of the plant, if I see them leaving, guess what? Shut the door, lock it up, go home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, and then I'm off for seven days after that because i'm just i just took all my vacation for the end of the year <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll, that monday prior to it i'll be visiting uh lloyd aka bob uh, uh having thanksgiving dinner with him oh, and cool. so it's like that monday prior i'm off anyway so um it's kind of uh because the fall season has officially started what do you guys have been watching oh what have i been watching um I've been, me and my sister have been, like, really addicted to American Horror Story. How are you enjoying, how are you enjoying the new season? Oh, my God. It's like, I've never actually seen American Story before, but we were able to, like, get sucked into it. And it's just, it's not like your normal average scary movie where things just jump out at you and stab, stab, stab. No, it just, like, (laughs) eases you into the horror. And it just makes you so uncomfortable. And, like, after this one episode, which was uh, a Devil's Night, me and my sister were like, I feel so uncomfortable right now. Is the door locked? Okay, I'm going to go lock the door. Carrying a stick with me, (laughs) just in case. (laughs) Meanwhile, you could buy all your vampire hunting needs at Michael's Craft Store. (laughs) Was it a a grass-fed stick? Um, Because it... um, it's my job uh, as part of this show. It's my job. I got to at least watch a lot of the premieres that might be considered geeky. Um, the we'll say this: um, the one that little um, one that takes place at uh, the sorority house, the sorority screen queens. Uh, oh my god! I tried to. I gave it a few episodes. My god! It, I mean, I mean, it sucks. It, I watched the promo for it and I was just turned off. I'm like, it, nope, change the channel. I don't bye. think it, Jamie Lee Curtis is the <laughs> biggest, one of the biggest stars in it, and I don't think she remotely helps this show at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not gonna watch it. I haven't watched it yeah. at all. Um, Limitless, uh, I it which takes place a few years after mm-hmm. the movie. I, I, I'm not season passing it. It's too much for me to season pass because I don't have cable. But I liked what I see. It was something I would have given uh, – if it was cheap enough, I would have given uh, a few episodes uh, because I like what I saw. And I like how they were presenting things because it had a lot of the same elements as the movie. And the main person from the movie is kind of in, – in the premiere, anyway. Yeah. He's becoming a senator and he's helping out, you know, kind of being the – dealer but not the dealer right. but he's helping people who have this stuff in a way yeah. but it focuses on this one person who took it is now becoming an fbi agent mm-hmm. uh, so it's when if it shows up on netflix i'll get definitely give it a watch um minority report again it's one of those shows that takes place several years after, after the movie we and it is it was okay. I see what they're trying to do, but again, it didn't click with me. Um, same thing with Supergirl. I haven't uh, watched it. Uh, so, uh, the premiere. Do pilot, have to hit Hulu and head to Hulu. Uh, the premiere is free. Is it? Yeah, the premiere was free on like Fudu. Like I like the what that ten minute preview they did that one time. The the, the, the like I said the 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 right. pilot the first episode is free, and that's the one I watched. And I saw what they were trying to do with it. 
I like what they were doing with it. I like the fact that there's a female superhero on air. Right. It doesn't click with me. I'll say it like right. that. It's not warning me to, oh, I got to buy the season pass to this. Right. Um, but it, it, from what I hear, they moved it to its regular time on like a Thursday or Friday. Right. They took it away from Big Bang Theory, and the ratings for Supergirl dropped. Right. And they said it's still a strong show, but the, they just dropped severely. Yeah. I'm like, wow. People weren't leaving the TV on after Big right. Bang went off. <laughs> they, no, no. It, they, they left it on after Big Bang to oh. watch Super, Supergirl. Just that when Supergirl moved to a new night, and t- to its regular night, they just didn't yeah. – that show didn't – the ratings didn't transfer over. Right. Um, uh, Gotham season two, not Go- Gotham season two. I, I like it. It's still a good show for me. I like it. Uh, it it's too slow paced for it, me. For me, I, I still like it. Yeah. it. It's again, it's not for everybody. Right. Um, like the concept was cool when I first heard about the concept for it. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like you get to kind of get the origin story, but it's they're focusing more so on like. Commissioner on Gordon right. and it being a cop show and yeah. stuff. The Batman stuff is happening around it, which I can see where they're going. But me not being that big of a DC fan, kind of a DC fan, but not a big DC fan. Um, I, I, I like it. You know, right. I like it. It's, I, I'll continue watching you it. Have, the show that you have to be a DC fan is the one that I'm stuck on. Is the Flash? <laughs> oh dear you God! You have to like the dumb characters in DC to love the Flash. Uh, and I the, love the Flash. With, I like how Flash and Arrow are kind of ping off each other. That's cool. But the, the fact, what gets my goat is is similar to what. It's almost the same aggravation I had when Smallville was out. Is the fact that they're trying to squeeze Batman. In both Arrow and Flash, and it's like they were acknowledging Batman, but not acknowledging Batman. Yeah. We're acknowledging all these other superheroes, but we're Justice not. League, they, they, won't just, they, they won't say it because. Because uh, remember, uh, there was a, the scene where like uh, he's talking to that future computer, the AI, yeah, uh, Gideon, and it says, uh, "Oh, you're the commissioner of the police in the future, and that, oh, and all oh, you're also the leader and founder of the." And it's like, oh, that's not what hurt. <laughs> like, and, uh, and the thing, like, you say it. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like they use a, to catch one of the um, villains in one of the series. They use a flash symbol, which mimics the bat signal. Right. And it's like, where'd you get this idea? Oh, a comic. God damn it! This is this is my aspect of why. DC but, sucks. But they're, yeah, but they're because they, all they, the loony, stupid names. And, and, all the, th- and the thing <laughs> is, it's like they they want – it's like Warner Brothers, you own DC Comics. Yeah. You you know latch on to the fact – let it's a shared universe anyway. Right. Share, acknowledge Batman. Acknowledge Superman. Right. But you won't because it's – oh, they're strictly movie. Well, they keep – no, well, they keep acknowledging like – uh, they'll, they'll, Coast City, though. Like, they're going, and, and they keep saying, like, Ferris Airlines. Like, they're trying to suggest Green Lantern. They, they're suggesting that? They suggested Batman because you hear in one of the episodes of Flash, they even though they bring up Suicide Squad, the, uh, not, no, it wasn't Flash. It, wasn't, it was an Arrow. Arrow. Um, mm-hmm. the, the bodyguard, the, the guy that kind of looks like uh, Judge Dredd now. Right. Um, he he was arguing with his ex-wife, who is now his wife now, in this uh, what was 
quote unquote, they kind of evaded. It was an asylum. Yeah, it was Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Uh, and you well, hear they're like, arguing back and forth. They'll say it on the Flash, though. They say Black Gate Prison. They'll say like Iron Gate Prison. They'll say like Arkham Asylum. They won't do it on Arrow, though. The thing, the thing is, when they say uh, when they went to Arkham Asylum, they're those two were bickering back and forth like former husband and wife, and you hear Harley Quinn's voice from the games and the show. I could help you with that. I'm a trained psychologist. The fanboys knew that was Harley Quinn from the joke, you know, joke, you know, Batman. It it was a, you know, you can't. It's like, dude, you have Agents and Shield. Yeah, the reason why Marvel is restricted is because the whole aspect of the mutant universe and the like uh, Spider-Man universe is under, and the Fantastic Four universe is under different movie studios' rights, so that they have that caliber of oh, we have to limit what we say. Yeah. But other than that, Marvel, what Marvel's doing with like Agents of Shield, which I like how they're working this new season. Right. With Agents of Shield, they're using all the Disney so like use this, use this, use oh, this, take, use, it, take, 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 run with it, and they're incorporating yeah. it with what Netflix is doing. They you know shaking hands that way. Despite what I think whoever um, is doing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. saying, oh, no, the movies are not connected with uh, oh, our show. Uh, they are. It's You have no control. But that they, Disney talk about, has, they talk about the damage that was done. In yeah, and, both and, of the and all the thing is, you know, all everything's tying in, and yeah. its show is kind of – the reason why you don't see it in the show, a lot of the movie stuff in the show, because – in effect, they have this big well, multi Well, I guess what they're plan. saying the storylines don't tie together. Right. But, but the world is the same world. Right, because they, they don't tie together because if the movie, the show interferes with the movie yeah. it could, or has somebody from the movies come in to the show, it can affect the movies. Right. But they could have the show – it's easier to adjust the show for the movies because yeah. it's a weekly basis. Right. So yeah, I like how they're, they're tying that up. Uh, I'm still watching Flash and I'm still watching Arrow. Um, now to move on with the whole bone sleepy hollow debacle. Ah. It was a two parter. The first part was on bones and the second part was on sleepy hollow. Oh God. It, the, the whole act, I'll, I'll admit this, the sleepy hollow on bones kind of was okay. Just that the opposite seemed so loony toony. It was like. Oh, we we gotta document this. Oh, I'll come follow you. You know, it was so badly acted. It was disgusting. And, not a good and, show. and the thing is, <laughs> that what what made me laugh in the bones, you know, when the bones thing happened, they were on bones. It was like you have the one you know uh, scientist who does with the bugs and all that. Uh, he was like Hodgins. He was like when he first sees Ichabod, it's like. What cosplay convention did you walk out of? Right. And Ichabod's response was like dead on. I, when he, did you do you really expect that I was beamed down from the planet Vulcan? Like you know, it was like like oh my god, he insulted him with a British accent to me. I love it. What a comeback! Which kind of what made me laugh at that is like here's Ichabod man out so far out of his time still gets better pop culture references than Captain America <laughs> nothing to do all day but he watches TV to get caught up right um I like how um 
supernatural. I'll say this because I'm a super more still a supernatural fan. I'm yeah. still watching the series. I like I'm a little how, bit behind. Um, way behind, so. I like how they're doing the thing uh, with the darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I'm not gonna. They're saying because they're still kind of figuring on. They're touching base with the whole aspect of. They're doing a throwback mm-hmm. with at least with um, Sam, right. because they're making reference to in order to solve this problem, he has to let loose Lucifer out of the cage right. again. In order to solve this problem, Lucifer has to because they keep referring that Lucifer is in the cage. Like, go to the cage. You need your the answer to this problem is in the cage. So it's that toss back, and the the only bombshell I'll I'll drop spoilers. I'm saying it now. Spoilers. It turns out because the darkness is a woman. Oh. It's not only a woman. In order for God, it was revealed on this past week. In order for God to create the universe and do start off creation, he had to sacrifice his only blood, his sister. So the darkness is his sister. Oh. So there's that whole balance that right. where God, you pull, because they're, they're kind of using the religious, a little bit of the religious aspect, where God is light, his sister, and God is light and male, right. his sister is darkness and female. <laughs> and, and it's like, wow, they're kind of like mind blown. You know, I'm like, Wow, shit, that's kind of fucking heavy right, right there. And it's like just someone who kind of knows theology a little bit and kind of like some of the legend, like, wow, fuck, shit. You know, <laughs> God damn, I didn't expect that one. Good job, Supernatural. Good job. And uh, those of us who've been following us on Twitter know I've been bashing almost every fucking other week Doctor Who. God damn Moffat. God damn you, motherfucker. I'm hating you so much, god damn, right now. It's fucking disgusting. It's like every week, it's like, to be continued next week. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and it's like part one of two. Part one of two. You know, it's like this one is part one of two. Stay tuned next week for part two of two. You fucker. And the seasons are not like 20 episodes long where they had part season one, season nine, part one, then season two, season nine, part two in the spring. No, it's this season. It's only going to be 12 episodes long plus the Christmas episode. That's it. I've never seen a single episode of Doctor Who ever. May the power of who, (laughs) may the power of who compel you. May the power of who compel you. I know, I know what it is, and I know what the references are, but... I, I mean, and he's... It's like he's taking this, the show to such an extreme. Right. It, the fans are just fighting. Like, oh, uh, we're taking away the Doctor's iconic screwdriver, sonic was, screwdriver for sonic sunglasses. I was so mad about that. Really? Glasses? Really? And the kind of the excuse that I've been hearing that he gave is, well, the sunglasses are easier to market and sell. Really? They're just... <laughs> we'll let the hate flow through you, bunny. Grass-fed sunglasses. But it. Did you just say grass-fed sunglasses? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Yes, I did. Um. <laughs> but with the um, to go back on like the bones, sleepy hollow. I I would have seen because the reason why in this, I saw the premiere of Sleepy Hollow, I like what they kind of like what they were doing with it, where they were going with it. But it because season two was so bad, it didn't have that hook to it. 
And from what I've been hearing, this might be the last season for both Bones and Sleepy Hollow. Right. Um, but the crossover that would have probably worked a little bit better for Bones uh, would have been not so much ca- Castle, but it had would have been <laughs> <laughs> uh, as a um, Fox Fox show. X Files. Yeah. X Files would have been a better crossover. Okay, probably would have been a better crossover. Because you had with um. Dana Scully being a, a doctor on the show, she would have been able to better help. Right. Not mm-hmm. only a doctor, but also a skeptic. Right. Yeah. And they would there would have been a more easier play with the squibs in the show, yeah. squints, and uh, in the show, and Mulder being the who he is. He, they, the both. Characters being FBI agents as it is, yeah. instead of just one character being an FBI agent, and it just pandering from one show to another, yeah. and one show trying to help the other one succeed and get more ratings. That's all it was, yeah. and it's just yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about the X Files coming up. Oh yeah, same. Uh, it, more I see it, the more I want to watch it. I rewatched all the X Files again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my are all available uh, on I Netflix. I was allowed to watch it because my mom didn't want my brother to get nightmares. You're an adult now. <laughs> I, yeah, we're technically both adults now, so. My son watched it. <laughs> These two. But, he loves um, the Flash, by the way. He runs around the house going, I'm Flash. <laughs> I'm Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Did he wear Did he wear a uh, flash outfit for Halloween? No, he was he was a Ninja Turtle when we went to the mall the first night, and then the second night he was Batman. He was gonna be a turtle, but five minutes before we decided to leave and go meet up, he wanted to be Batman. So I had to make a Batman outfit in five minutes. <laughs> Explains that, that little photo you posted on. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So. Um... But you saw my outfit. Right? <laughs> Yeah, okay. Uh, I got to catch since I caught up basically with you guys and all, but I want to catch up with Zombie Bunny. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Yeah, what have you been up to? What have you been making? Well, let's see. How's the Deadpool outfit been handling? Oh, I kind of, like, I haven't really been, well, at the time, I didn't have time for it because I was uh, working, so I was trying to, like, do as as much as I could. Shut up, phone! (laughs) You're in the corner! (laughs) <laughs> for a reason <laughs> um, anyway um, I've been trying to like find like I've been trying to tweak my Wolverine costume a little bit because uh, the helmet thing um, there's a, like a little smudge on it and I'm just like no I can't wash it or the adhesive will come off so I'm trying to like find a way to make a mask out of foam I found these template on the uh, internet for it's from some guy on YouTube that does I think it's called Dolly DIY. He makes them out of cardboard and paper mache, which I decided, no, I'm not making it out of cardboard. I'm just going to make it out of craft foam and hot glue everything together and then try and like plasti dip the outside of it. I got to figure out how to fill in all those little look, cracks and nicks and stuff, though. So it's coming along, right? Mm, yeah. So is it going to take you a year? <laughs> uh, the reason why it, that's a little, um, to let you, um, <laughs> the fans know, in a little inside joke. Um, I've known Zombie Bunny for a little while um, from where she used to work, and I'm still at the same location. Um, she took over a year to finish a pair of socks. Knee-high socks, Knee- mine. <laughs> you took a year to finish one sock. 
Knee-high socks. And you screwed it up. <laughs> and it gave me carpal tunnel. Um. <laughs> Did you say screwed it up like a Scotsman? <laughs> and he screwed it up. <laughs> like a Scotsman. It's my Irish Scottish ancestry coming out. And all of a sudden, you screwed it up. <laughs> you <laughs> pretty wicked. <laughs> On that note, I think we ran out of shit to uh, talk on this one, this episode. What we're going to do is, I'm going to call it an episode while this is rendering and before we record our next one. We're going to be doing a unbagging of what we have stuff for you guys. Um, it's strictly not what we got as a show. It's what we have as a show that we're going to be giving to you guys and what we'll be using for the show. So it's more so us saying, hey, to you, this is us. This is what we got. Um, uh, it'll be posted on our Facebook fan page. Which is the Long Coat? Just search for the Long Coat Mafia on Facebook, uh, Long Coat Mafia Podcast on Facebook. Uh, again, our um, search for us for now on iTunes. We're found on iTunes and on Stitcher Radio. Coming soon to Google Play. Hint, hint, hint. Oh, um, Woo, and not to mention, it. not to mention, we're on Twitter at just search for Long Coat Mafia. Uh, we're on Instagram. Search for us on there, Long Coat Mafia. And as always, our email is. Longcoatmafia at gmail.com and our website where if you've been finding us other ways they, we have various stuff to offer on that website plus our all our episodes are there it's thelongcoatmafia.podbean.com so just come in um, check us out we're gone woo it's a Long Coat Mafia podcast you screeding up Listening to the Long Coat Mafia. Capish. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you had fun and enjoyed that hostful kind of covering the first two events that we ever did and a couple of extra things. So, uh, again, to kind of end this episode a little bit earlier than norm, please, if you if if you can support us with our GoFundMe and or our partnership with. W Energy links will be in the description down below. So, and again, our link with W is or say our code with W for ten percent off is LCM Podcast. Uh, uh, share again, sharing and sharing our links, sharing our episodes, watching our uh, YouTube stuff, sharing and all that also helps us. If you can't donate and all that. And I completely understand that. And those who do, I'm completely grateful for us. I hope you enjoyed the host, the main episode that we put out earlier, also earlier this week. So take care. Stay tuned for next week where we have, uh, again, continuing our anniversary month and all that and our regular schedule stuff. So keep up with that. And who knows what's going to go on for the next couple of weeks, couple of months. Who knows? Stay tuned, and don't forget to hit subscribe on your podcast outlet of choice, whether it be Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, I don't care which, as long as you hit that subscribe button and give us a listen every now and again. So stay tuned. I should say, listen every episode, because you never know what you're going to hear. Bye-bye. I'm out of here. 
You've been listening to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, the Internet's most hated and mafia-themed geek podcast. 